everyone, assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Healing Hearts podcast. In today's episode, I want to speak about my own personal struggles. I want to make this into a new season of me just talking about my actual struggles in life and what I am doing in order to overcome them. Or maybe if I can't overcome them, then how am I coping with my struggles? I just want to be raw and open and honest and you can follow along in my journey too. Like many things in life, we tend not to see the actual progression and the growth that we're making unless we have measures that we took in place to compare ourselves to. Of course, we have our memories. But when we have evidence for, you know, being accountable, actually telling ourselves or writing it down or saying it out loud what we are struggling with at that moment in time, then in the future we can look back at what we went through, what was the struggles we were having back then and have things changed? Have we progressed? Have we grown? Or is there still room to improve? Can we do things in a different way in order to overcome those same struggles? Have those same struggles carried on with us throughout our journey? It's really good to keep a diary, keep a journal, to keep yourself accountable in tracking your progress. It's a really great tip because now you can monitor your growth in a way that is visual or even, you know, you can hear it (laughs) if you've recorded yourself. So I'm going to consider this to be like my verbal diary of my struggles and what I'm going through in life because I feel like this will be very beneficial for me as well as for anyone listening as well because you can follow along. I'm sure you'll we all go through similar sorts of struggles. So if I am able to help you in a way that is through helping myself, that is really cool. (laughs) So I'm really excited for this new venture, this new season, and yeah, let's see where it takes us. Through the year of 2020, I have dealt with a lot of different struggles in my life, but majority of them were all to do with myself, how I thought about myself, what I believed about myself. And as I grew in my healing journey and I began to understand that my beliefs were caused because of my original traumas, as I grew to understand this and then I grew to understand that my actions did not cause my beliefs, my beliefs caused my actions. This entire awareness began to change everything that I was feeling inside myself but before I had this awareness I struggled so much with my levels of self-worth with my ability to understand what is my potential what is my purpose in this life what am I here for what am I good for what can I actually do why am I here because At the beginning of the year, I didn't feel like I could accomplish anything. And because I wasn't really accomplishing anything, and I kept quitting the things I started, and I still felt so lost in this life, it made me feel resentment towards myself 
because I felt like right now I should be somewhere else. I should be doing good things. I should be getting somewhere in life. I should have financial independence. But I didn't. And because I was resenting myself and I was showing bitterness to myself and I wasn't loving myself, the only thing that could radiate outside of me was bitterness and resentment. I was comparing myself to everyone else, looking at their lives, seeing what they've got. And although I would be a little bit happy for them, the majority of what was inside of me was saying, I wish I had their life. And I wasn't appreciating what I had myself. I was in a very different mental headspace at the beginning of the year, even last year, than I am right now. Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And as the year has progressed, my levels of struggles have also changed. So although at the beginning of the year I was struggling a lot with my self-worth and I was pinning it to everything else, majority of it was actually to do with marriage. I'm not married, but I've been on this journey of searching for someone for about, mm, I want to say two and a half years now. Since two years ago in Ramadan, after that Ramadan finished, I had made a promise to myself that I'm going to get myself better and I'm going to really start practicing properly and I'm really going to become a better Muslim and I'm going to be consistent and I want to maintain that high of Iman that I had from Ramadan and I want to find someone to share my life with. We are here to find someone to share our lives with. Allah Azza wa Jalla, He created us in pairs. He knows what each of us needs. He knows the journey each of us needs to take. And it's only by His permission that we end up finding someone who we are meant to be with. The other part of us. But there's a common misconception, and I followed this misconception as well. Of course, there's the ahadith that says marriage is completing your deen. But the thing is, as I've been learning Balagha, as I've been learning more about Islam, this ahadith is not a literal ahadith. <laughs> Marriage does not actually complete your deen. But what is happening here is it's a comparison. It's, being, it, it's, it's here to tell us that the responsibility of marriage is as though it weighed as much as being the half of our deen, to complete our deen. This is how big the responsibility is. This is how big the sunnah is in meaning. This is how important marriage is in Islam, which is why we cannot take it lightly. We have to be serious about it. It's not a literal ahadith. This is about the responsibility, the meaning, the importance of marriage in our lives in Islam. But of course, myself, like so many, believed it to be in the literal sense. So here I was thinking, I'm incomplete until I find myself a husband. So of course, I'm not going to give myself that love. Of course, I'm not going to feel like, oh yeah, I need to complete myself first before I go out looking for someone else. <laughs> because that other person's going to fulfill me. They're going to give me my happiness. They're going to give me my other half of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Subhanallah, Ya Rabbil Alameen can, can, you, can you see how damaging it is to believe things that way? To believe that we're incomplete because we think of the ahadith in such a literal sense We literally think that we're broken and the other person is going to fix us 
We literally believe that, oh, I can't give myself love. <laughs> That's his job. When I get married, it's my husband's job. It's not my job. Because it's going to be completing my, my faith, right? It's going to be completing me. Subhanallah. So I was relying so heavily on the other person to give me everything that I needed. That it made me very, very... Hmm, how do I say this? I was very mean <laughs> upon people. I was very strict. I was very... Hmm, I wasn't really showing that much effort from my side because I was relying on the other person to do it all for me which was very wrong of me subhanallah it was very very wrong of me to believe these things but this is how my mentality was back then this is how my level of belief was back then it also meant that I was settling when I shouldn't have settled because I was trying to focus so hard on completing my deen on trying to make things right, on trying to find a person who was going to fit the majority of my boxes, because of course perfection didn't exist, right? But even though we know perfection doesn't exist, what did I do? <laughs> I go out thinking, oh, you ain't perfect, so I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're just not good enough. And the more that I did that, the more I was like, okay, everyone is running away from me. <laughs> I'm pushing everyone away. I'm going to end up with no one, so now I just have to go with whatever comes. <laughs> subhanallah it was so damaging it was so damaging to myself to my self-esteem to my self-worth to my self-love to my belief patterns subhanallah and my belief patterns were self-fulfilling prophecies that caused my actions to take place when i wasn't finding someone it made me feel even worse about myself it made me feel even more broken and incomplete about myself subhanallah so my levels of self-worth were linked to people they were linked to a job they were linked to having a certain level of money or a, a certain number of followers on instagram or subhanallah a certain level of content certain number of likes on my posts i was living an online life whereby my life in person was so dreary and so bleak and empty because i wasn't doing anything to fix it I wasn't trying to make myself any better. I was just believing and believing and believing that I wasn't good enough for anything. And so when I find a man, then that man is going to give me the world. I can't do it for myself. I'm just not capable. I'm weak. I'm weak. Subhanallah. I was dealing with so much inner turmoil. And it radiated outwards as well, because with everyone in my family, my friends, I would show that frustration outwards as well. I would just have verbal diarrhea and just literally just tell everything to anyone who came my way. <laughs> because I thought if I tell everyone else my problems, they can fix it all for me. I can't fix it myself. I already know what's going wrong. I already know I have the potential to actually fix it myself, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to because I was scared to. I was scared to take accountability. I was scared to actually take ownership of my life. It even got to the point, this is going to sound ridiculous, but honestly, <laughs> it's legit how I felt. When I was looking to get married, this is more recently, subhanAllah, this is more like within the past six months, I want to say. Yeah. 
when I was thinking about my life, the direction I want to take, I knew I had the potential for a lot of greatness. I've got a lot of skills, alhamdulillah, under my belt because as the years have gone on, I've learned a lot of different skills. I'm actually a hairdresser, so I've, I've done hairdressing. I've done accounting as well, so I know how to do my own bookkeeping and finances. SubhanAllah, I am an artist. I've been doing art since I, I can't even remember. I do mainly as well, SubhanAllah. So I've got a lot of artistic skills and a lot of, um, SubhanAllah, services that I can offer. I've always been very good at giving advice. I've always been good at learning. I, I pick up things really, really quickly. Like I learn really quick. And then it's, 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 subhanAllah, like, this is gifts that Allah has given me, which I was just taking for granted. Because it's one thing to know that you've got a skill, but it's another to act upon it and to actually use it in a way that is going to benefit your life in dunya as well as your akhirah. Subhanallah. So although I knew I had all of that potential and I was sitting on it and I, I just wasn't doing anything with it. I had the potential, but I was so scared to actually do anything with it, to actually show up in a way that was, you know, that was actually putting myself out there to actually market my skills. I actually thought that, you know what, let me try and this this is how bad it got. <laughs> I actually thought to myself, let me try and find me a man who has marketing knowledge, who has financial knowledge, who has good, you know, investment skills. Who will be able to help me build the businesses that I'm dreaming of? I want to find someone else to give me those dreams. I want to find someone else to invest in me. I want to find someone else to support me and love me and cherish me. Subhanallah. It's like everything I wanted to give myself, I was trying to find it in someone else. Because I thought marriage is half of my deen. The man is the one who's going to give me everything. And the longer that I held on to those beliefs, the worse and worse and worse I felt inside myself. Because not only was I distancing myself from the concept of love, I was also distancing myself from accountability and I was distancing myself from my dreams. Because I was relying on someone else to do it for me. So now I'm trying to settle for a man. Because if they show those skills, then yeah, great, let me marry him. He's the one that's going to fix all my problems. I'm still looking externally for everything I should have been giving myself internally. It was a massive struggle I was dealing with, subhanAllah. But the thing is, there comes a point where you start to realise, okay, maybe this isn't working out <laughs> I mean two years of doing this now mm, I'm a bit fed up of it I'm not finding anyone and when I have found myself settling it's just never worked out and then considering the fact that remember <laughs> I have clinical depression and anxiety whenever things didn't go well whenever a man showed up and he didn't have those skills or he didn't want to help me in my dreams or perhaps like he just had different ideas to what he wanted in life than what I did it made me believe there was something wrong with me I internalized everything as in I'm not good enough this is proof that I'm not good enough I'm never gonna get anywhere in life I'm never gonna find someone to love me I'm never gonna get married I'm never gonna do this I'm never gonna do that I'm just weak and I don't deserve anything good I internalize all of these inside myself. 
which then brought on my depression more and more and more and more and more. Subhanallah. I was in that darkness over and over and over again. And whenever I felt a little bit better, I'd go back on those marriage apps. I'd go back to talking to people. And again, same cycles ensued. Again, I'm speaking to someone and maybe things go well to start with. And then all of a sudden it all goes wrong. They don't turn out to be what they said they were. Or maybe I'm just expecting too much from them and I'm my, my expectations are not getting met. Therefore, I'm having to deal with, oh no, it's another failed one. Oh no, another time when I'm not going to marry this guy. Oh no, this means I'm never going to get married. This means I'm not worthy of love. Back in the depression. SubhanAllah, cycle after cycle after cycle. I got so fed up. <laughs> It took me a long time before I had that belief shift, but I got fed up of it. SubhanAllah, I didn't want to be living this life anymore. I didn't want to be relying on someone else to give me happiness anymore. I did not want to have someone hold it against me for the rest of my life that, oh, you relied on me for everything. I, I can't give you everything. I'm only human. I'm not an angel. I'm not perfect. SubhanAllah, I didn't... This whole blame culture that I had was so unhealthy. This whole feeling, this this whole belief that I had that marriage will complete me because I'm broken myself. Because I'm incomplete by myself. It was so detrimental. SubhanAllah. But when I decided that enough was enough, I had really, really decided that I ain't doing this anymore. <laughs> and I started investing in my self-worth. I started investing in books, in learning about knowledge that was going to help me to make those belief shifts, that was going to help me to understand myself better in a way that I was not blaming everyone else for my problems, for my life going the way it's going, for me sitting on my potential and just never acting upon it. I'm not blaming them for being the wrong ones for me. I'm not blaming them that I'm not good enough for marriage because they've decided not to be with me or I've decided that I don't want to be with them. I had to invest in myself. And this changed everything. I had already begun my self-love journey about a year ago from now. About a year ago, I want to say. I think it was in September or October that I went for therapy for the first time, which was helping with my depression and anxiety. Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. It honestly, it, it helped me in ways that I cannot even explain. And I had to go for that twice. And in between that, I had also found Mastin Kipp's work and I was investing in that as well. So I had bought his book and I was listening to everything that he had to say. And I was actually doing the work. I was asking myself the hard questions to truly get to the bottom of what was actually hurting me. What was it that caused my cycles? So I was also doing this, but when I finished the book, I had stopped. And after I'd finished my therapy 12-week program, I had stopped. So you see, in the moments where I had stopped investing in myself and stopped the learning, that's when my old habits came back. That's when I had to reach out again. Then I came across someone called Byron Katie. And inshallah, I will be doing a podcast on what I learned from her as well. Um, inshallah, at some point in the future. And 
when I saw her book and I went through it, I bought three of her books actually. <laughs> they were so good. And I've still got one that I have yet to finish, which, oh my god, I, I'm going to be on that like as soon as. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. She, her, her book, the way she helped me to question my own thoughts, to really truly understand that my thoughts are only perceptions of my reality. Everything I think is not actually fact, it's not actually true. And I can question it all. SubhanAllah, this was, a, this was an entirely new concept to me, which was amazing. It was incredible. SubhanAllah. And once I started on Byron Katie's work, oh my God, that opened my doors even more. SubhanAllah, I was starting to realize that I can take accountability for my actions. And this is not a sign of weakness. This is a sign of absolute strength and courage to show up for yourself, to tell yourself off when you're doing something wrong. To take back that control of your life. Because subhanAllah, I was giving everyone else that power over me. Whether it be the courses I was on, whether it be teachers, whether it be people's opinions of me, whether it be the guys that I was talking to in regards for marriage. Whatever it was, I was giving everyone else that power over me. And it was about time I started taking that power back. So my levels of self-worth begun to rise as I invested in my self-worth. As I started to challenge my beliefs. As I started to see that, you know what, I don't have to live my life like this. I don't have to rely on someone else to have that financial knowledge and marketing knowledge in order for me to make my own business. I don't need a man. I can do it myself. <laughs> and then if I happen to find a man while I'm doing everything myself, then Alhamdulillah. But you know, it's going to be different now. Now, I'm not looking for someone to do it all for me. I'm looking for someone who will add to my life. Bring me joy and comfort. You know, someone who will show me love and, and nurture me and give me that support and everything. But not because I need him to do it. It's only because he wants to. The way that I'm thinking about the exact same thing is very different. I've understood my levels of self-worth are only determined by me. No one else determines that. Even if everyone else thinks of me as a bad person, if I believe that I have the potential for good, then I am a good person. And I am worthy of love. I am strong. I can have the life that I'm dreaming of and I can give it to myself. SubhanAllah, my entire belief shifts have been incredible. This year has literally been so transformative. Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen, because everything comes from Allah. Praise and gratitude will always belong to him, even if there was no one on this earth to praise him. But he is the one who gives us these potentials. He is the one who gives us our life. He is the one who allows us to breathe and wake up every single morning with a new chance for redemption, a new chance to chase our dreams, a new chance to truly believe in ourselves and show ourselves that we have the power to take back control in our lives. Islam helps me in ways that I cannot even explain to give that accountability to myself. It makes me humble again. It helps me to see that Allah is always with me even when I feel alone. Subhanallah. It helps me so much to know that even Muhammad wasallam himself felt depression. And Allah Azza wa Jal revealed Surah Ad-Duha to him. Your Lord did not abandon you 
nor did he forget you. Allah is always here. He is always with us. He is closer to us than our own jugular vein. SubhanAllah, He knows our heart's desires before we even know what's inside them. Before we even have the words to understand what's going on inside ourselves. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. SubhanAllah. How can we not be grateful to the one who has given us these opportunities? How can we not say thank you for a new chance of growing, a new chance of starting over, a new chance of truly living the life we want to live? SubhanAllah, how can we not be thankful? Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Always, always, always. And I will let you guys know that I am not perfect. <laughs> I'm not an angel. I have no sense of perfection inside of me. I still have moments where I feel like, oh, oh no, things are going wrong. And this means that I'm not good enough. But I have to keep myself in check. SubhanAllah. The difference now is when I feel those thoughts, I know that they're not true. I know it's just my... It's just my thoughts coming through, like clouds in the sky. They come and they go. But now I'm not coming from a place of criticism. I'm viewing them from a place of just neutrality. I'm observing my thoughts and I'm letting them go. I'm saying to myself, yeah, okay, I might be thinking this, but it's not true. And because it's not true, I'm not going to hold on to that. I, I have observed and I questioned and now I let it go. In fact, it let goes of me. It let goes of me. Is that even is that even proper English? <laughs> I have no idea. It lets go of me. There we go. That sounds a bit better. <laughs> I have to think about it for a second. So despite my struggles with my self-worth, the change and transformation that has happened in the past couple of months has been honestly extreme. Extreme to the point where within just a couple of months, one month, subhanAllah, literally a month ago, I invested in my coach, whereby I am on my own coaching program to make myself into the best version of me. And I know that if I need to invest in therapy again, I can do that as well. So when my depression comes back in a strong way, I can always go back. But uh, subhanAllah, the thing is, as I have healed... As I have gone through my lapse and my relapse since last year, since the first time I went on to my therapy program, subhanAllah, every time I have lapse and relapse, and it will come, healing is not linear. It has no forwards and backwards. And it's like a spiral whereby you're just, it's not straight. You're not going along a straight line. Healing has lapse and relapse. Because you've got to remember, like subhanAllah, I've been dealing with 10 years worth of clinical depression. My healing is not just going to be perfection overnight. That's it, I'm a changed person. No, it doesn't work like that. Healing is going to take time. But the beautiful thing about healing is it doesn't take as long as your actual trauma caused your issues and your depression and your, your anxiety symptoms to take place. The damage gets done and it hurts you over time and you won't be able to forget what happened. But you can forgive yourself. You can forgive everyone else. And forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. So you can move on in your life. When you internalize all of 
everything that happened. When you internalize it all and you speak to yourself about it all and you start to realize what actually happened and what was my part to play in this, I have to forgive myself because I did play a part in everything that happened in my life. And this might sound really controversial because, of course, there are so many things that happen where we want to be like, it wasn't my fault, it wasn't my fault, it wasn't my fault, subhanAllah. But the thing is, we have to be completely honest with ourselves. We always play a part in what happens to us because we have a choice. And sometimes we make the choice that it's easier to stay in a damaged lifestyle, in a damaged way of being, in a damaged relationship because we're too scared to come out of it. Our fear holds us back and our fear kept us in a damaged place where we are losing ourselves. But that was a choice we made. That didn't happen just like that. We had the chance to take ourselves out of it, but we were just too scared to do it. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to admit this. It's brave and it's strong and it's courageous to admit this. For so long, I held so much of what happened in my life against myself and I just hated myself and I was blaming myself for everything. I couldn't let it go. Even if I thought that I had forgiven the other person, I couldn't let it go. Why? Why couldn't I let it go? Because I didn't forgive myself. Because I didn't take accountability for my my part in what happened. Even if that my part was only very, very, very tiny. Not point, not one percent. Compared to the other ninety-nine. But I still played that tiny, tiny part. I had to admit that to myself and I had to forgive myself for it. And when I've forgiven myself, subhanAllah, I cannot explain how quick the transformation was. The healing just happened so quickly. We can change really quick, but we have to take accountability for our actions. This is why healing is the most difficult journey we can go on. This is about ourselves, what's happening inside of us. Subhanallah. Everyone thinks healing is so easy. Oh, look, they've just gone for therapy. Oh, look, they've just gone for coaching. They've just gone to do whatever. And they've changed their lives. Oh my God, it's so easy. No! You have no idea how difficult it was for me to take myself out of that hard place, that dark place, to literally tell myself I have a problem and I need to get help. I was literally forced. I had to force myself to get out of bed, to get up and go, to actually call them on the phone to refer myself. SubhanAllah, it was the most difficult thing I ever did in my life because I was so scared. I had no idea what it would end up doing. And I had this belief system inside of me which said that you're weak if you admit that you need help. Do it by yourself. How are you going to get your strength? You're so weak. I was battling myself every single day. Every single day, not just now. For the, for the past 10 years and even more than that.
because I only got clinically diagnosed by a doctor 10 years ago, but I was dealing with depression for years before that without knowing. Subhanallah. Healing is the most difficult journey you will ever go on in your life. This is your relationship with yourself. You cannot run away from yourself. The longer you stay in that dark place, the longer you are preventing yourself from your growth. So that first moment where you reach out to someone and admit that you need help, where you admit to yourself that you need help, that you need to do something about it, that is such a huge moment of bravery and courage and strength. Subhanallah. Don't let anyone tell you that it makes you weak. Tell yourself how strong you are for battling yourself and doing this inner jihad for so long. Tell yourself that you don't want this life anymore. You're ready for growth. You're ready to prosper. You're ready to start thriving instead of surviving. You're fed up of living in that dark place and you want to get out. Reach out. Even though it's so difficult. Even though you're battling yourself. Do it. Do the scary thing. Growth does not happen where we are comfortable. And like I said in my last podcast. I was saying that. Our depression and anxiety, our mental illnesses, is all a safety blanket because it's easier to succumb to the darkness than it is to admit that we need help and that we need to reach out. It keeps us playing safe. It gives us something to blame instead of taking accountability for our actions. This is why it's so brave to admit that you've got a problem and then to reach out. Subhanallah. All we want is healing and growth and prosperity. We want love. But we try to look for it in all the wrong places, in all the wrong people. We try to look for everything. Support, love, concern, financial freedoms, whatever it is. We look for it all externally. Because we're not ready to give it to ourselves. We haven't been taught how. Subhanallah. So please, I urge you all, if you are in that dark place, reach out to a therapist or a counsellor. Try what works for you, because what works for one person may not work for another. Everything is personalised to you, subhanAllah. And remember, if you're in a place where you are functioning, alhamdulillah, and perhaps your depression doesn't have so much of a hold on you as it used to, then think about coaching, about getting you to your optimal position in life, your best self, in the quickest amount of time. I am a life coach. I offer a one-to-one coaching program with my clients. And subhanAllah, my clients have seen such huge change in their lives. SubhanAllah, just one of my clients, I'm so, so proud of her, mashaAllah. She was dealing with her own negative and limiting self-beliefs. And just in three weeks, three weeks, subhanAllah, she has overcome them in ways she never believed possible. SubhanAllah, I am so proud of the journey she's been on, the love that she's giving to herself now. She's changing her limiting beliefs. 
She's changing her life. She's making courageous action. And I'm so proud of her. Because just a month ago, she didn't believe that she could do this. And now, by coaching with me, she has been able to change her entire life. To do the thing that she's been dreaming of for so long. I'm so proud of her. I genuinely, I cannot believe how far she's come. And I'm so, so, so proud of her. This is testament to how powerful coaching is. Subhanallah, ya Rabbil Alameen. So please, 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 please reach out. At any point in your life, there is always someone there to help you become the best version of yourself. And it is not a sign of weakness to go and reach out. It is a sign of strength, self-love, self-compassion, self-development. Subhanallah, you will transform in ways you did not see coming. By investing in your self-growth. Don't just take my word for it. Try it. Try it for yourself and see, subhanAllah, the change that it makes. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Right now, we're coming to the end of 2020. 2020 is about to finish. SubhanAllah. It starts tomorrow. Today is the 31st of December. Tomorrow is the 1st of January 2021. Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. This year has flown by so quick. And I have become a completely different person as I am now compared to the beginning of the year. It is only by the Rahmah of Allah that I'm in this position where I'm able to help others go through the journey that I went through. But I went through it on my own. SubhanAllah, I didn't know the way. I was only tiptoeing. I, I, I didn't know what was right and wrong. But I've been on that journey now and I know, subhanAllah, how it helped me so much. What steps I needed to go on. And I don't want you to take as long as I did to get to my healing journey. I want you to heal and grow in the quickest amount of time. This is why I offer my coaching program to the lost Muslim soul who is trying to find their way to recover from depression, to recover from anxiety, to take back control of their life because they're fed up of having it control themselves. They want to become the best version of themselves. They want to overcome their struggles in the quickest amount of time. They want to become the best Muslim they can be. With Islamic teachings to guide them. To understand how mental, mental illnesses happened even at the time of Muhammad How they can strengthen their iman at the same time as recovering from their depression and anxiety. This is what I offer in my coaching program. And I want to give that gift of healing to you. Subhanallah ya Rabbil Alameen Please go to my website and sign up now Because after January the 4th 2020 My prices are going to be going up Make the most of it while you can Subhanallah ya Rabbil Alameen I offer a one-to-one -one coaching program for six sessions This can be weekly or bi-weekly inshallah You have direct access to me You have my WhatsApp You have my support constantly Subhanallah ya Rabbil Alameen You have me in those sessions where we are going to be focusing on your goals, your achievements, your struggles. And we are going to overcome your struggles and achieve your goals in ways you never saw coming. Subhanallah, I want to be believing in you when you don't believe in yourself. I will be giving you support and nurturing and love when you can't give it to yourself. I am here to boost your self-growth journey and your self-development and to get you optimizing your productivity to changing your mindset to letting go of limiting beliefs and changing the way you live your life for the better for your future
Your investment in yourself is the greatest gift you will ever give yourself. Try it for yourself because you will see the difference, the impact that it has on everything in your life. SubhanAllah. So please do reach out. My, my inquiry form is on my website. All you have to do is fill it out. It comes straight to me and then I have access to you. I will be able to talk you through. If you have any concerns, any hesitations, subhanAllah, let me know. I am here for you. You can send me a direct email. Sabila, S-A-B-E-E-L-A, at healingheartscoaching.co. Send me an email. SubhanAllah. You have access to me. I'm on Instagram at Healing Hearts Coach. Give me a DM. My DMs are always open. This is a safe space for you to talk to, to talk in, to really open up and be vulnerable. SubhanAllah, because this is a sign of strength. And I know you want to help yourself. I know that you are dreaming of so many things that you want to do in your life. But you're so scared to do it. Let me help you. Let me help you overcome your fears. Let me help you to achieve them. Let me help you turn your dreams into reality. Because it is more than possible. You will be growing in ways that you, subhanAllah. It, honestly, I can only say this so much. But until you make that courageous action move and actually reach out, subhanAllah, you will see the impact it has in your life. And I truly hope you take advantage of this offer that I've got because my prices will rise from January the 4th. So take advantage right now of giving yourself the gift of healing for January 2021. SubhanAllah, start the year off in the best way. Kickstart your growth. Kickstart your self-development. Get yourself achieving things right at the start of the year. SubhanAllah, don't just rely on your New Year's resolutions. Invest in yourself because the transformation is in the transaction you've got this you are so strong and i know you will make that brave move so just do it just do it nike had it right <laughs> just do it grow your comfort zone increase in your growth you've got this i have so much love for you i have so much belief in you and i'm here to support you in everything that you're going through Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself. Thank you so much for giving yourself a chance to truly live the life you want to live. And Jazakumullahu khairan kathiran for listening in to my own struggles and how I have learned from them, what I've learned from them, and how it can help you as well. Insha'Allah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Thank you so much for listening to the newest episode of the Healing Hearts podcast. I'm so glad you were here with me as I spoke through my journey, through what I've learned, and I hope you've benefited from this session. If you find yourself benefiting from our episodes, why don't you try subscribing to our newsletter, where I'll post an update whenever I have a new episode out. That way you can be the first to see what I have to say next. All you have to do is go to my website, www.healingheartscoaching.co and there you will see a little section that says subscribe to our newsletter. And on this, all you need to do is you put in your email, 
and now you are part of the Healing Hearts community. I am so happy to have you here with me. You can also follow me on my Instagram account at Healing Hearts Coach. I post a lot of things <laughs> and there is a lot more content to come. So please do follow me and share my website, share my Instagram and please do share my podcast to anyone who you think may benefit. I truly hope you have a wonderful day or a wonderful night wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening in. I wish you lots of peace, prosperity and all my love. See you in the next episode.